0: Welcome to episode seven of Spiritual Girl Boss, the podcast. So, today in Australia, it is International Meditation Day. So, I thought today I would do a podcast on something that I have introduced into my daily practice for the last few years, which is daily meditation. Um, In, I guess, the history of me and meditating goes back some years. So, I am actually going to share my journey with meditating today. yeah, in honor of World Meditation Day. And hopefully uh, those of you who listen along, um, those that have meditated in the past um, and are looking to introduce it back into a daily practice or those that maybe have never meditated before and might just be kind of scared or curious about, you know, how to meditate. Today, I'm just going to break it down and really simplify what I think can be quite a daunting subject, um, which is meditation. So let's start with why and, and where my journey with meditation began. So many, many years ago, probably around, I want to say, I don't know, about eight to 10 years ago now, I was definitely on the first chapter of my spiritual journey. So starting to identify more about my inner self, Um, I would have been sort of in my early 30s and I was having probably my first, I guess, realisation as an adult as to, you know, there must be more. What does life mean for me? What's my purpose? All these type of questions started coming up for me. I didn't really know how to find answers for those questions. It was somewhat frustrating um, and it really led me down, I guess, a path of more discovering, um, you know, what I like to call the spiritual growth journey. And during that process, I learnt, um, I guess I had my first insight into meditating. So it was very much um, at the time I threw myself into it and I, you know, I look back then and I think I was trying to be like the perfect meditation student, which doesn't exist. Um, But back then I I was very new to the world of personal growth. And I remember I used to try and sit up, um, you know, cross-legged and eyes shut and very much trying to meditate often without any music or without anything else, and it was literally just trying to quiet my mind. Now, fast forward, I guess, eight to 10 years, uh, I'm now 39, and I have been meditating daily since March 2020, so over a year now. have not missed a daily practice of my meditation, which I'm really proud of. Um, and I want to talk about, I guess, what the difference was between my first experience all those years ago into meditation, and I guess why... One, how I've been able to, you know, keep my daily meditation practice going, um, why I keep my daily medi- meditation practice, and then just some really simple tips and tricks that I like to share with people. So the difference is, um, so if I go back um, to my first, I guess, experience with meditating, it was very, very hard for me to to apply that type of meditation into my daily practice. I found it first and foremost physically uncomfortable sitting upright I don't have the best posture in the world, so just trying to sit cross legged and upright for an extended period of time just was something that, and maybe this is where I need to still further develop my own practice. But just that I felt that the physical discomfort of what I was experiencing definitely outweighed um, the experience of trying to quiet my mind. So, again, for those out there that are a lot more, uh, I guess, comfortable with meditating, I understand that that's probably you know, in the future somewhere where I might explore and go back to. But as a very, very entry-level first-time meditator, I definitely do not recommend that style of meditating. So what I – so I, hence um, I probably lasted, I want to say, like three to six months with my meditation journey all those years ago. And then COVID hit in 2020 and obviously that shook everybody um, emotionally, yeah, physically, mentally, just it sort of was a very – kind of crazy and still is in a lot of ways a crazy time for people. The one thing I did draw upon is that feeling of even though my first experience of meditating was very short-lived, I definitely remembered that it did create some sort of sense of calm and it was something that when I added it into my daily routine, it added some structure. So again, going back to March last year, I felt like one of the first things that was taken from everybody was our normal daily routine or our structure. Our life has has still remains quite changed to how it used to be, and I think it will forevermore be you know this world of change and, and accepting change will always exist. So I decided last year in March that there were some things that I was able to control um, now I full hands up part of my personal personal spiritual journey is I definitely have elements of control issues. I think I may have touched on this um, before on separate podcasts. I very much operate. When I'm in control of things, whether it's from a business sense or just my daily life, I operate and function better when I feel that things are in control or I have control of them. My anxiety tends to flare up when moments are presented to me where I don't have control. So an example there might be um, my father last year um, unfortunately uh, had COVID as part of the aged care lockdown and I 100% had zero control over the outcome of um, him having COVID and me not being able to see him for nearly eight months. And that really threw me into a bit of a um, yeah, an anxiety period. So meditation has so many benefits, and again, I must say I'm definitely, definitely not look coming at today's podcast from any sort of medical uh, realm at all. Um, this is simply just my personal experience with meditating, um, and I can only share from my experience, I guess, how it's helped me and why I believe meditating daily is And should be something that you really incorporate into your daily routine Um, but obviously if you are going through any issues or if you're having any periods of you know anxiety depression um, make sure you're always reaching out for help and um, that's obviously something that is super important so um, i just want to put that out there meditation is certainly not to replace um, other forms of support that you might need but it is, for me, certainly something that helps to calm and start my day. So let's get going with how I meditate and how if I were in your shoes, and I guess I am going to frame this more around people who maybe have meditated in the past or have, or are very familiar with what meditation is. However, you're really now wanting to set yourself a goal of incorporating meditating into your daily practice. So the first thing that I did um, was I really removed any expectations as to physically how I needed to sit, um, what the environment of the room needed to be like. So, you know, I know a lot of my clients have children. um, And one of the things that we often talk about is, you know, I don't actually get Quiet time well I think one of the first things is just removing the expectation that you can only meditate when it's dead quiet. Um, in actual fact, one of the things that I think is most beautiful about when I meditate is actually when there are you know your normal chaos is going on around you and you're in a moment of calm. So setting those realistic um, expectations that you know you don't need to find the perfect. I guess, room. You don't need to find the perfect position. For me, I'll talk about how I do it. Um, it is super, super important for me that it is the very first thing I do when I wake up in the morning. So I do have a fairly structured routine with my morning. Um, and one thing that I've tried to do along the way, and I'm, I'm good at it sometimes, and then I break the habit, is I'll always try and put my phone away from my bed so that it's not... Um, one, a distraction for me late at night, but also it's not the first thing that I necessarily think about when I wake up. However, in saying that, I do store all of my favourite meditations on my notes on my phone. So I have all of the links to either a Spotify um, or a YouTube clip that I really, you know, have tested meditations that I personally love. So it's my own meditation library. This has been probably one of the keys to making sure my daily practice has been so consistent. Because the other thing with meditating is it does take time to work out, I guess, the style of meditations that you like. And that can be things like people's voice, different people's voices I will respond to, or I just will find really hard to resonate with. So what I will do is I'll often search for meditations in a lot of different areas. So I have on my meditation library on my notes... I have meditations for abundance. I have a lot of meditations to do with anything to do with um, finance and abundance. Um, that's something that I believe um, that, you know, everybody should incorporate into their life. Just again, this comes back down to it's probably more in the realms of the whole self-worth um, is making sure that you are meditating and accepting abundance into your life and you are not blocking it. I have meditations for anxiety. I have meditations for headache relief. Um, I do suffer from migraines. So I have different, um, I guess I have a different assortment of meditations. I have a lot of meditations that have, you know, positive self-talk affirmations. So there's a lot of I am style meditations that you can listen to, and they'll say things like, I am beautiful. I am strong. I am brave. I am resilient. I'm, and it goes on and on. Um, I also have other meditations, um, such as for clearing negative energy. I have meditations for setting a positive day. I have quite a lot. So I probably have about 30 to 40 different meditations in my library, and that's forever changing and growing. The other important thing in my library is I have meditations that start, I think the shortest meditation I have in my personal library is five minutes, and the longest is probably about an hour. Now the hour ones are definitely more my headache-relieving meditations. When I might wake up and I've got a headache, that's definitely something that I would prefer to start my day with trying to actually naturally ease um, my headache and discomfort. But the average meditation that I listen to daily would be between 10 to 15 minutes. Now, when I started, I definitely had one particular meditation that I am going to uh, share the name of with you. Um, I'll definitely put a link to it uh, or the link to the actual meditation in um, the notes of this podcast, but it is by Gabby Bernstein, and it's a just a positive vibes affirmation style meditation. Her voice, I find personally very calming, very soothing, but it only goes for five minutes. That meditation, when I think back to March last year, I probably listened to that one for a good kind of month to two months every single day. Um, definitely when there are moments of chaos around you or there are things that are happening around the world that are unsettling, I find that that is just a very quick meditation that you can, you know, even at lunchtime at work, you can literally put your AirPods on and it can just help to recenter to you again and kind of bring you out of any kind of negative thinking that might be going on or just if you're feeling a bit unsettled. So I think that's probably the biggest um, tip that I've had that's definitely helped me is having my own personal library. So how did I find these um, meditations? So all of my meditations are free. So YouTube has so many amazing meditations. So I will often, um, I have a Google um, mini at home. So sometimes what will happen is I might just say to Google to play a particular style of meditation. And then if it's a meditation that I like, that will be one that I will actually save in my library. Um, other ways will be, I'll literally just go through Spotify or I might, um, hear about it from somewhere, somewhere else, just like you're hearing about these. Um, I, yeah, I think the other thing is I'm still very much at the stage in my practice where I much prefer listening to a guided meditation each day. So what that really means um, for those that maybe aren't familiar is a guided meditation will be somebody is talking you through that meditation. So you are listening. um, You're not always, I guess, aware that you're listening, but you're tuning into somebody's voice and they're guiding you through the journey. For me personally, I found that that's been... One enjoyable, but two, it's been the easiest way for me to stick to daily meditation. I know a lot of people that meditate um, to their own voice in their head; they talk themselves through their own meditation, or they literally can sit in silence and meditate, or you can just listen to background music. So I think your everybody's style of meditation will definitely vary, and um, there's really no right or wrong. And I don't know that when it comes to meditating, you really need to put too much pressure around what style. I just find that if you're wanting to get into a daily practice, maybe starting with guided is a really nice way to help you, I guess, start to learn. And then as you learn some of these meditations, it's certainly something that you can do yourself later so that's a lot about the meditation library again back to doing it first thing in the morning so i put my phone away at night the first thing i do i try and get up at the same time every single morning Um, i go and i grab my phone and the only thing i will do is open my library and press the meditation i will not check a message if there's a message message waiting i will not look for an email i just will not i won't go on instagram i will not do anything until my meditation is done Now, I have children, um, one of which still goes to school. So, you know, how does that work when things are happening in the morning? Now, granted, my children are older. They're not toddlers. um, So, again, if you've got small children, some tips around how you might do this is you may have to do your meditating in the shower. Um, you may have to just shut the bathroom door, make your phone loud enough so that you 're still hearing it, and I think that 's one of the other things I want to talk about you when you think of meditating, you really don 't need to be sitting in stillness. You can do meditations while walking. you can do meditations pretty much anywhere. Um, the only place I would not suggest doing a meditation is while you 're driving. Um, you can certainly listen to relaxing music, but it 's not good to have a guided meditation on whilst driving um, but yeah, so if you do have small little ones um, you 're definitely going to have to work it into that you know, five or 10 minutes of the day where you do have to yourself. Um, If you still find that a struggle, um, I guess getting up before them, you're going to have to find, like literally you just need to find minimum five minutes a day um, that you can get that done, even if you have to lock yourself in the toilet. So I get my phone and I play my meditation and yes there are times where my children might come in um or they might be I don't know wanting something or needing something um again because they're older they will know if I am laying down I usually have an eye mask on while I'm meditating um you don't need to wear an eye mask I find for me it just helps keep the room dark um And they will either, sometimes they will join in, which is really nice if you have children getting them involved in the process, or other times they'll just quietly shut the door. Now, am I aware of their presence? Yes, I am. Is that bad for meditating? No, it's not. Um, You know, do I get up and start having a conversation with them? No, I don't. I guess my kids have learnt um, to respect, I guess, my 10 minutes of me time, and they'll either choose to join in or they'll quietly walk out. Again, If you have little kids and they come in while you're meditating, maybe one of the things is is that you just, um, I guess, coach them um, to either lay quietly with you or just try to block out the noise whilst you are meditating. I know that sounds super simple um, and I don't have the experience of how I would have done it when my kids were little because I wasn't meditating when they were, but I certainly know a lot of meditation um, teachers who meditate daily and they have, you know, one three-year-olds, one-year-olds, and they certainly still are able to meditate. So doing it first thing in the morning as opposed to last thing at night. um, Okay, so that's where I will say, yes, I I meditate daily. Um, If there is an odd reason why I haven't meditated first thing in the morning, so let me think about a reason why. Maybe it might be I like to run. So there might be times where... um, you know, I might just get up and it, I know I've got a period of time where I have to get something in my stomach, so I'll have to quickly go and eat something. So I might choose to do that instead of meditating. That's just an example. But I will always then either meditate in the middle of the day or at the end of the day. Um, or I'll be booked to go into a yoga class. So generally, on the days where I'm doing a yoga, more like a yin style, where I know there's a meditation, you know, a solid 15 minute meditation in that class, I won't start my day with a meditation. Um, So there are times where it doesn't have to be in the morning, but I will always make sure I get it done. I personally think meditating at the very end of the day is one of the most beautiful forms of meditation. But when I do that at the end of the day, it's generally a secondary meditation and it's usually to help me fall to sleep, which I think is a whole different um, realm of meditation and a super important one, meditating um, lasting at night. And in that case, it would specifically be like a guided sleep meditation or a deep sleep guided meditation, or in a lot of um, times you don't need guided; you just have the deep sleep music going. They're really beautiful meditations to end the day with. Still really good for your mind um, and your well-being. But for me, the reason I specifically do it in the morning is because a lot of my meditations that I start my day with are always very much positive affirmation style meditations. So they will usually, for me, it's just a way, I guess, to train my mind to start the day through a positive lens. So I'm a strong believer that if this is something that you practice and incorporate into your daily routine, if you start the day, I guess, with positive vibes, you're generally going to um, find that that day tends to go better or more to plan or you are less stressed or you're just starting the day, you know, particularly if let's say the day before you've had a particularly stressful day and then you've gone to bed, you might traditionally then wake up the next day still stressed. If you're waking up and then meditating and it's a beautifully positive, calming experience, one that inspires you and, and kind of, I don't know, re-energises you, it definitely reshifts the energy that you went to bed with. So for me, I think it's If I were to introduce or suggest to someone else um, how to introduce a daily practice, I would really strongly suggest that it was first thing in the morning. And then also, if you are really loving it and you find that it's something that, you know, works well for you um, and you maybe have difficulty falling asleep at night or you have an active mind, I would definitely suggest trying a different style of meditation in the evening. So... I think I've covered pretty much um, where to go for meditations. The fact, um, okay, so I'm always lying down. So unless, I I think even in yoga, I lie down all the time. Um, The only time I might sit up and meditate is if I go to a meditation class and there is, um, you definitely can find meditation classes. They generally last for about 30 minutes. Most students in a meditation class will sit up. I, again, I prefer to take the physical I guess feeling of having to sit up still away from my practice so that i can just really immerse myself in the actual meditation so i definitely lay down but again you can literally like i said you can meditate laying down you can be sitting up you can be cross-legged you can be on a chair um, you can be in the shower, you can be walking. There are times where I will often listen to a walking meditation. I think they're the times that you can do a much longer meditation. And again, it, there's so many different styles of if you just literally YouTube walking meditation. There's so many different beautiful kind of visualization style meditations you can do while you're walking. Um, I was going to say something. Oh, okay, there are a couple of things that I do do. Even though I am laying down, I always have my palms facing up to the ceiling um, and I don't tend to cross legs or arms. I tend to have, um, and this is, again, getting more into, I guess, my beliefs within the energetic realms of meditating. I would prefer to have a very open heart and a very open body in the sense that I'm welcoming in um, any energy. So depending, um, particularly depending on the meditation that I'm doing, if it's about, you know, opening my heart, etc., or accepting things, I want to be either sitting or laying in a very accepting way. So um, always have your arms up, try not to cross your legs. Um, you know, what about eyes open, eyes closed? I think if you're in the shower or you're walking, definitely it's fine to have your eyes open. If you are laying down or sitting somewhere quiet at work or at home, I think it's it's nice to just shut your eyes. And often a lot of the guided meditations will tell you to actually shut your eyes anyway, just so that you can really kind of lose yourself in this I don't know this quiet moment that you have with yourself. How have I done it every single day? Um, I think for me, it's definitely a mindset. So I don't see meditation as a chore. I definitely see meditation as it definitely falls under kind of well-being and self-care for me. So just as much as, you know, I don't have a bath daily, but as the same feeling that you might get when you soak in a bath, it's quite nourishing. It's definitely re-energizes you. It's very relaxing. Um, Probably the only reason I don't have a bath every day is because if I have a bath, I I definitely want to immerse myself for probably at least 20 to 30 minutes. And I don't generally have 20 to 30 minutes uh, each morning to dedicate to having a bath. But if you think about that sort of feeling, I feel like for me, that's what meditating feels like. And the other thing is because I've done it consistently for long enough now, I have a good understanding of the benefits for my overall wellbeing. Um, It is certainly, again, coming back to my personal journey with anxiety, it's definitely something that has been a a definite tool for me to kind of keep um, my anxiety at bay. And again, with my anxiety, it's, probably different or maybe similar for a lot of people I am learning through my meditation to stop resisting that I have anxiety and just trying to move more into an acceptance with the feeling of it but I certainly know that meditating regularly certainly helps to um, reduce the amount of time that I might experience anxiety it definitely, um, I mean, my kids are old enough to notice and will make comments that, you know, since I've been meditating, I'm definitely calmer. Um, I mean, staff at work notice. Our whole work environment is very calming and soothing and often I'll have meditation music playing in the background in the office at work, just having that kind of, I guess, day spa-esque type vibe. Um, so it definitely has done, you know, when you're naturally in a busy workplace or you might be, you know, a lot of people who listen to these podcasts probably are running their own business or working towards running their own business. It just feels chaotic and it's busy and you're on all the time. And I think meditating daily takes a lot of that edge off. So it doesn't mean you're less busy. It just means that you do it at a more conscious pace and it doesn't feel so, uh, I don't know, hectic and it doesn't feel as stressful. And There are times where I might be getting into that headspace, and I'm in my own head again and things are feeling a bit out of balance and I will pull myself away from my computer screen and I will literally throw some meditation music on and I'll just sit and be. Like I will just honestly use it as a bit of a way to kind of bring me back to calm. So once you can, and you know, was it like that initially? I think um, that's why that five minute meditation was really good for me um, because I do believe anyone can find five minutes a day and it. And again, I'll put um, the meditation that I'm referring to. It is quite a positive um, meditation. So it's almost like for me, it was like listening to a beautiful song every morning. It was one that made me feel good. It made me smile. I felt really positive. So for me, it had such a positive impact on my day that I can't see why I wouldn't wanna start my day with that. Um, but I do understand that a lot of people have tried and really struggled to stick to meditating daily. Um, it's different to gratitude journaling so I should probably touch on that gratitude journaling is kind of falls under the same umbrella it's I guess it's more like meditating through writing um, and often it's getting thoughts out of your mind onto paper I find look I also love to gratitude journal I'm currently doing a hundred day challenge at the moment and gratitude journaling is a big part of that but I do find that having to I guess, think of things to write. And I know that sounds silly because we should be so grateful for, you know, it should be easy to to journal. Um, But the the reality is you actually have to think, you do have to do something. Whereas with meditating, it's pretty much the opposite. You're not, you're trying not to do anything. You're trying really not to really think much. Um, And just touching on that, I think that's a myth with meditation that I encountered years ago is that this whole concept of, you're supposed to quiet the mind and have zero thoughts. So, which sounds really hard and often if we're thinking about not thinking, then all we're doing is thinking. For me, that's not been an issue because I've now realised that it's, look, I guess you are supposed to quiet your mind but it's not about not thinking. It's about letting the thought come, acknowledging that the thought's there and then just letting the thought go. It's certainly not about stopping thoughts and trying to consciously have zero thoughts. Um, so I think that's yet another myth that I, I've found that, um, for me, it's, you don't want to have to sit down and, and be stressed about, oh my goodness, all these thoughts are coming up and I've got this to do today. And I've got that to do today. And I've got that to do. If you're finding that that's the headspace that you get into when you meditate, then if you're listening to guided often, they'll talk to you about this anyway. It's really all you need to focus on is breathing. If you do nothing else for five minutes, it's literally breathe in for four counts, maybe hold for two let out for four, something like that. You can find your own rhythm, but always just focusing on your breath, you'll find will naturally let any thoughts or any busyness in your mind will kind of start to fade away anyway. Um, And then I think the last thing I'll say about meditating is it really just should be something really honestly positive and fun. It's not to be a chore. It shouldn't be something that is a hassle to add into your day. It shouldn't feel as hard as trying to get exercise in, you know, I know some days you can wake up and it can be hard to exercise. It shouldn't feel like that. It should honestly feel like you're getting up to do something really beautiful for you. It's a special, it's probably the only quiet time you dedicate for yourself during the day. It's beautiful to do it alone. It is nice if your kids want to get involved. Um, But yeah, I think once again, International Meditation Day, it felt like today was definitely the right day uh, to talk about, you know, how I meditate uh, and why I meditate I do think that if you are going to start meditating um, and you set yourself maybe an expectation that you do want to meditate daily, I think it's important that if you don't and if you miss a few days that you don't just give up on it. I think that's not the point here. Um, yes, I'm very proud of the fact that I meditate daily, but like I said, this has been you know, really a 10-year journey for me and I've only just nailed it in the last year. So you'll know when it's your time um, and, and if it's if it's not feeling right or it's not kind of gelling with you then maybe just sit with it for a while Um, or maybe just start with you know three times a week um and if you you miss a few so be it just come to it um it just honestly I think the biggest point there is it shouldn't feel like a chore it shouldn't feel like something you're having to force to do it should come very natural um to your daily routine Um, and as I said it's definitely falls under the whole self-care self-love so I'm excited for you all to try it. Um, I'll try and put as many um, recommendations as I can, but I'll definitely, definitely put the five-minute meditation that I was talking about. Um, And if you ever have any questions, feel free to send a DM or a comment along on spiritual underscore girlboss on Instagram. Um, Once again, guys, thank you very much for tuning in to today's episode and have a beautiful week.